Hello and welcome to The Brunch Files. We are serving up bottomless brunch-worthy topics about life in your 30s. We're your hosts, Rachel and Tegan, and on the menu today, we're taking your questions. Yeah, we thought it was about time that we could get some of our wonderful listeners involved. So thank you to everyone who sent through a suggested Q&A via our stories. And um, yeah, we're just going to go through sort of the the most common ones today. Um, and yeah, answer your questions. So, And this is something we'll be doing semi-regularly. So keep an eye on our Instagram where we'll have our question box pop up every now and then. So if there's anything you want an answer to, anything you want to know about us, about the podcast, also any topics you want us to cover or dedicate an episode to you can also pop them there as well so love your feedback first question is something you've read or watched and enjoyed lately um i'll kick off because i just finished a fantastic book lessons in chemistry it's really great i probably should have like prepared a synopsis on this but basically it's about this woman in the 60s she's a scientist but it's all about the battles of being taken seriously as a woman in science at that time um, and the stuff she goes through being an academic in a very male-dominated workplace and it's just really fantastic like it's a novel um, and it's written it's written very cleverly and there's some really really interesting themes but it's also a really beautiful story as well so there's a book recommendation from me is it based on a true story at all I don't think so probably should check that I think it's pure fiction but maybe like an amalgamation of different people's experiences uh, potentially like I think there was stuff drawn on but yeah um, really great have you read or watched anything recently I really haven't been reading much this year I wanted to read more but it hasn't really happened earlier this year I did read a few of the Sally Hepworth books. Oh, I the, love Sally Hepworth yeah the good sister that was good I'm reading the soulmate at the moment love the soulmate that's probably my um, favorite yeah I just haven't had a good time to like mm. sit down and actually like really sink my teeth Digging. into it um on the watching front Sean and I are very excited for the next season of um sex education to Such come out which should be show. dropping like any day now did you I see think. it's the last it's the last season though. I know but it's it's just so wholesome it is and good but um we have actually I've been we've been been on a re-watching kind of bandwagon recently so we've been re-watching Suits because we realised we never really finished it but we've kind of got nothing to see with season seven again which is I think when we gave up the first time and we're a, a little bit like oh we just got to push through but there's only nine so we're just kind of I just need to finish it <laughs> and um yeah in between times the other night I actually just started re-watching some episodes of Gossip Girl because I just wasn't in the mood to worry or focus about mm-hmm. anything new and nothing was really catching my eye on on Netflix and um I was like oh, I'll just start re-watching this again and I will say it's not quite as good as I remember but it's still <laughs> kind of like you know the nostalgic value is there so I am enjoying it but yeah it's, it is far more cringy than I than I remember it being I never yeah. actually got into Gossip Girl I reckon I watched the first one and a half seasons and I've done it twice and I just couldn't I just did not find the characters very likable I don't know yeah well they're not particularly yeah. <laughs> they're and not I I um I never actually finished it I think I I think when I was watching it, you know, back in my, like during high school, I watched maybe like the first three or four seasons. I think there might be six seasons. Mm. I def- I know I never definitely got to the end. I think maybe I watched the last episode because I couldn't be bothered watching all of season six. Mm. So I was like, I'll just watch the last episode um, when you find out like – yeah, who Gossip Girl is. Who it is. Which is Dan. I mean, it's been out for so many years. <laughs> so I'm going to spoil no. I'm going to spoil it for anyone. Now, you've had enough time Enough time as watched for you to watch it. But, um, and I think we've established it's probably not worth revisiting unless you're doing it for a nostalgic value anyway. So. Yes. <laughs> it's yes. so true though. And we, um, I feel like some shows just do not 
date well, like don't mm. age well. This is a, like a weird example, but um, Spy Kids, when I was a kid, watched Spy <laughs> Kids and I thought it was the coolest it thing. It was the coolest thing. It was. And I, I was like, loved it. Yeah, I was like <laughs> pretending to be them with my gadgets and I was like, Spy Kid. Anyway, I watched it like not recently, like it was a couple of years after I would have originally watched it. And I remember being like, wow, this is so lame and so corny. But, like, you don't kind of realise, I suppose it's, you know, age-appropriate things. That's the whole point. And you watch yeah. them again later and you're like, mm, why did I like that? It's when you – I feel like it's movies like that when you really appreciate how good, you know, those really good family movies are. Like, I feel like Shrek is such a good example of that because I feel like you get something out of it different – that's different when you watch it as an adult different to when you watch it as a kid. Oh, my gosh, yes. I, like the innuendo and some oh, of those things so that just much. go way over your head as a kid that you – yeah. Yeah, mum wasn't going to let me watch Shrek when it first came out and she ended up letting us um, and missed all of it. Rewatched it a few years later and I was like, oh my goodness, mum, I get why you were worried about this. Like it literally went all over my head when I was young. And now I, you watch it now and you're like, everything's like a double entendre and like, <laughs> but like clever. I haven't watched it in a number of years, but no. I do remember seeing the movies with my parents and mm. you know, they said it was quite, quite good. So I feel like that's the hallmark of a good uh, cross-generational family film. Yeah, different lines resonate with different age groups almost yeah um but other things like we were talking the other day about friends like i've never really gotten into friends at all my sister watches uh like loves it but gosh it's like it, that's it hasn't not aged, aged well that's no not aged it really well. hasn't aged well sean and i we're big friends fans and we'll often just whack it on in the background but yeah it is a little bit problematic we always say oh one day our kids will hear that we watched it and look <laughs> at it and go mom that was, dad that was so terrible this like is offensive yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, it definitely does have some problematic themes, but <laughs> that's it. And actually, probably a, um, this leads nicely into the next question. Have you seen the Barbie movie and what did you think? I have seen the Barbie movie. I think along did you love with, it? you know, like <laughs> 85% of the population. population. Um, I did. I didn't really, like, I, I knew going in that there was obviously strong feminist themes, but I didn't really know exactly how it would be put together. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I dragged Sean along. He was a little bit resistant. He was like, I don't want to go see that, but he actually really enjoyed it. Mm. And I think it was really, in a way, I think it was a bit of a masterpiece because I think it um, it kind of addressed some really complex topics I mean look it wasn't it wasn't presenting anything that was super groundbreaking mm. um and you know I'm sure there's lots of like radical feminists out there that have you know views that it maybe didn't go far enough but what I think it did do is really sort of shine a light on the fact that you know as a society when it comes to gender equality like we've come a long way but there's still a really long way to go yeah. and I think also what it highlighted is that you know a lot of often people you know people like Piers Morgan and other sort of mm. radical people who have very <laughs> extreme conservative views, you know, will say, oh, you know, feminists, they just, you know, think they Man-hating. just hate men. <laughs> they just hate men and they want every everyone to be, you know, women to be superior. And, you know, at the end of the day, that's not what feminism mm-hmm. is about at all. And I think the Barbie movie did a really good job of highlighting that. Like it kind of showed how that neither, you know, a, a, a society run by men or a society run by women, they're both problematic in Mm -hmm. and of themselves. And it really did show that, you know, I think Barbie's line at the end where she said, you know, it's not and Ken, it's, it's, it's Barbie and it's Ken. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that how that balance um, really was, you know, ultimately what, like it it shone a light on that we should be striving for equality Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I took Andrew as well and, I mean, he's like, oh, it's probably not something I'd rush back to watch again. But, you know, he laughed and enjoyed it and appreciated it for what it was. And I guess it's <laughs> – I was talking to a friend at work and she's like, men that get offended by that movie movie give me the ick. And I'm like, that is <laughs> – yeah, amen. Like, sorry, but it, it really – I think that the moment when Barbie comes into the real world and it's kind of like – it's very revealing. I think it just does a really good job of highlighting some of the things women – um, experience day to day. Think and feel, yeah. Yeah, and also more generally, it's literally showing what it would be like if the way society is at the moment was flipped mm. in, a, in a gender sense. And so if you've got an issue, if you can't kind of see that and appreciate that and you have an issue with that, like you've got a long way to go, I think yeah. is what I would say. And what was the line that Ken said to the, the guy in the um, oh, yeah, head office? Like, but what about the patriarchy? And the guy was like, oh, no, no, we still have that. We're just better at hiding it. Yeah. And I yeah. – So true. Yeah. <laughs> and, but, it, again, it comes back to that equality piece. And I think, you know, people that get upset about, oh, feminism, it's like actually feminism is around women having the same right. You know, it's about equality. It's not mm. about hating men or giving women more of a go or, you know, anything like that. And um, But, yeah, like great soundtrack, great cast, but I think the themes that come out of it and also loved um, – Ameri- is it America Ferrara? The um, can't even remember what her character's name is, but her big speech around um, oh, the yes. pressures put on women. And she also in that speech talks about how it's not just from men, it's from women. The yes. stuff we do for other women and the pressure women yes. put on other women um, – so, like, I think it and I think the whole thing with the weird Barbie, mm-hmm. with weird Barbie, mm-hmm. like, just kind of shows just how, you know, and I think a, a lot of people talk about this that we're in the context of feminism that, you know, women do do a lot to sort of also contribute to the perpetuation of these gender stereotypes. And I think mm-hmm. the way that she was kind of alienated for being weird and all of that sort yep. of stuff was really, um, I think, gave, gave some insight into how our society still doesn't really, you know, deal with differences that well. Yeah. And um, we're, we're, we're getting better. But there's still a long way to go till we have total sort of equality across, um, you know, and that inclusiveness as well. Mm -hmm. And I think so, yeah, clearly we're Barbie movie fans. But, yeah, I've (laughs) had friends with different opinions on it. Um, But even when we've had conversations about, like, why I loved it, why they weren't – they didn't like it as much, um, we've always noted – like, there was a couple of conversations I had with different friends. We came back to the point, but it's got us talking about it, hasn't it? It's got Mm. people having the conversation, which I think, you know, good movies can do. Yeah, we were in the cinema, actually, and there was a couple of – it. it, you know, it's quite – you know, it's entertaining, but it, it also does have quite sort of that like quite um, complex themes. Mm. And there was a little boy sitting next to us and he, it's his dad who talked talk to his kids. They probably would have been like seven or eight. And I just kind of, I felt a bit bad for them because I thought it would have just gone totally over their head. Yeah. Because <laughs> even the narrative, it's all very intertwined with the, the themes and yeah. That's it. Um, another question we got was, how did we get to know each other? which we actually touched on this a little bit on um, in the first episode, so we won't rehash too much, but um, essentially we met, uh, we were both the same, in the same workplace and we met, found out we lived actually like geographically really close to each other, just really clicked, you know, when you have those conversations with people and you're like, I don't like this person and I want to be their friend. And we both just were like, yep, let's be friends basically. And yeah, essentially. Started going to Pilates together and the rest is history. Forced our husbands to come on like a double dinner date be like please be friends because we're yeah. going to be friends and you're along for the ride um yeah, i actually think i first met andrew at a pilates class <laughs> oh but you probably you did actually i reckon back when i he think was coming so along, yeah yeah we never got sean to come to pilates so that's no, still, a work in progress. still a work in progress i'm not sure if it was somehow mixed with golf maybe he would he would get there <laughs> yes. um and we had another question on friendship and that was how to find lifelong friendships 
Yeah, and I think we, we touched on this a little bit in our first episode, but I think I don't think there's a really cut and dry like answer to that. But I think there is a way yeah. to guarantee a lifelong friendship. No. There are different I guess I hate I hate the term seasons, but you know, different yeah, kind of times is. in your life um where different people are more prominent, different yeah. friendships um are giving you more than um or taking more, it depends. You know, we, we did cover a lot of this in the first episode, so I won't get into it, but yeah. um, I think that's okay. You know, you can have friendships that are strong at certain times. and But I suppose it's also phases of life, isn't it? Like mm. if you have um, – I've got a lot of friends that have had having children, they're joining mum's groups, making mum friends, and they really lean into that and go off in that direction. So I guess there's not – there's not an answer to that, is there? <laughs> no, and I, I guess it's if you're intentional, you have someone in your life and you, you want them to be sort of there for mm. over the over the lifetime. I think it's just that, you know, you have to then be putting in effort to cultivate that friendship a over a lifetime as well. So, yeah, I suppose it's just about being intentional. Yeah. But also, yeah, I don't think we can sit here and say if you do X, Y and Z things that you'll have a friendship that lasts 50 years because – there's so much there's so many things that are outside of your control that will have influence over life happens in the, in yeah, the meantime exactly and you might move away or you might but I mean there are friendships like I have a couple of friendships that were childhood friendships mm. and I count myself so lucky to still have those people in my life yeah um, and I think there's something special about that where some people you know you've basically grown up with um and then you might not see them for even a year and when you get back together it's like no time has passed mm. But then, you know, there's friendships I've made later in life that are just as strong. So I don't think, you know, you can't say, well, I've known, you know, got this lifelong friendship that I grew up with and that is, you know, I don't know, we're not rating friendships, but like mm. there's, I think different friendships serve different purposes at different times in your life. Yeah, exactly. That and also them. friendships, it takes two. So it does. Put in the effort. Yeah, yeah. But if you're putting in the effort, you know, in order to have a lifelong friendship, you're also need people that are giving that back to you as well. So yeah. I think it's just uh, you've got to just treat, take take things, you know, day by day, month by month, year by year and just, yeah, put in that effort if that's something that you, you value and you want to continue. You can only can control. You can only control what you can control, I guess. Yeah. What else have we got? What else do we have? All right. Oh, um, some questions about the podcast. How has it been starting a podcast? Ups, downs, unexpected trials. <laughs> we actually – what just happened, Tegan? <laughs> oh, yeah, we were literally just recording an episode just before this and <laughs> realised we got to the end of it and we had to re-record the, the outro, which always seems to be our challenge. They're much more difficult to <laughs> record and trying to <laughs> naturally wrap them up. And we're then we, so awkward at the outro. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, so that's, that's it for today. Look us up on social yeah. media. <laughs> And then we realised that um, my mic wasn't on the whole time. So, Rachel, 35 minutes had passed. Of just me talking. Of just Rachel talking. <laughs> so, we're going to have to re-record that one. So, I suppose that's a, that's a trial. Um, I suppose I didn't really – well, I mean, I know everyone says, oh, content production, any sort of, you know, that thing is a lot of work. But I didn't really anticipate just how much work. Mm-hmm. Like, the actual recording is easy. Um, and you know, there was once a bit we of, get over the nerves, yeah. we have this little panic attack before each. Not yeah. We have this little like freak out before each recording. <laughs> yeah, and I think there was you know, there's a lot of practical stuff that you need. Like you need you know decent gear. You know, that was trying to investigate yeah. and research what it was that we needed, how and much we wanted to spend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And what like what we did need once we were like the initial idea. Um, it was kind of like, okay, next steps. And I suppose actually, there's a question here around um, the inspo behind the podcast and how it started <laughs> we were actually talking we were just actually having an espresso martini together um and Sean was there as well 
And we were talking about side hustles. And we were talking as, you know, probably a lot of you also have, OnlyFans, posting feet pics online and getting paid for it. We're like, yeah, I don't really want to do that. I um, think we'd see, literally I had seen a reel of a girl, like one guy just randomly interviewing a girl in the street and she was like, how much do you make a day? And she was like, 100 or a month. And she was like, 300,000. You're like, what do you do? She's like, I sell feet pics online. And it's like, surely it's far too good surely to be Surely not. <laughs> um, but then and we were like, what else could we what else can we do? And not that this is a side hustle, like making us money, but at the moment it's costing us money, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, which is fine. But it's been this, like, we were like, gosh, we talk about a lot of things and we talk for many, many hours. I'm like, wouldn't it be fun to start a podcast and record ourselves talking? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's kind of how it was born. And I think just having a bit of like a creative outlet, mm. something that's a little bit, a little bit fun and different um, to do on the side. I think kind of merging in with the question before around like the ups and downs I suppose mm. there's been more ups and there has been downs yeah. I think they're only down and it's not even really a down but I think um I know I personally just have a, a tendency to to be really self-critical and also to worry a lot about what other mm-hmm. people think and I think you know obviously part of starting a podcast if you want it to be successful like we there's a question a little bit later on around our goals which we'll get to but um I think you know, the, there is an element of it, it takes a little bit of confidence to put yourself out there. It's a little bit scary. It's a little bit daunting. And I do find myself feeling a little bit stressed and anxious mm-hmm. about that and, you know, worrying about what other people are going to think. And at the end of the day, I think we're just trying to keep it in perspective to go, well, you know, we're doing this fast. If other people listen, yep. great. If people love great, love it, then amazing. If people don't like it, well, at the end of the day, that's on them. Um, and just trying and to And they go, don't have to listen either. Exactly, exactly. Um but yeah, I think especially when you're putting it out amongst, you know, off, on your own Instagram, you've got people from school that you might not talk to anymore mm-hmm. and you just kind of worry like, oh, are people judging me for it? So that's probably been the only thing that's been a little bit surprising about it or feel, made me feel or a challenging bit, a little bit. Yeah. I totally agree. And I think um, we initially, when we were like, let's do it, we'll do it for us. It'll be fun. If we get one listener, amazing. If not, you know, we're going to have fun. Um and we talked about, we're like, let's just not tell anyone we know until we've launched it. And like, it's maybe, you know, we've had a couple of listens and maybe we know it's not a total fail. <laughs> and as we've gone along the process, we've started to get really excited about telling people. And then we have, we're like, well, we're going to have to get the social media handles. We lock them in. They're like, we better post, we better. And people have started to find out about it. We've started to actually tell people about it. And that's built our confidence a little bit because the reception mm. has been so lovely. Like the nicest yeah, people messages. people super supportive. People saying they can't wait to listen, but that's. Kind also of. really nerve-wracking <laughs> terrifying because I'm like and I also said in my family group chat the other day I was like also just want to let you know there's no um expectation or pressure for any of you to listen to this aside from you Mandy because who's my sister I'm like you're in our kind of target demographic everyone else no pressure you know because <laughs> it's kind of like you don't it's more nerve-wracking when it's people you know yeah. and, and we also had the thing we're like yeah but what would we have to talk about like yeah you know it's, who are we to start a podcast and you know talk about things online um that imposter syndrome which we cover in another episode uh but then we actually this day when we were uh working out when we the idea was born essentially mm. um and we sat down and we wrote a list of topics and things we were going to talk about and we came up with like 50 different topics and we were like okay there's plenty of stuff mm. again coming back to the things you should chat to your friends about um plenty of stuff that's you know hopefully of interest and you know is hopefully engaging to our listeners yeah and it, I suppose as well like I listen to so many podcasts and people just kind of ramble and talk about random things and 
you know, things about life and they don't have to be super groundbreaking. Yeah. It can just be, you know, it, it just, it can just be a chat and, you know, we'll have some episodes that are longer than others, but um, yeah, we're just kind of taking it a day at a time. Yeah. And, and hence our disclaimer at the end. It's like, we are here for fun, for a laugh. If you like it, you know, you know, get get around it and listen, but we're not here to give advice. We're not here to solve the world's problems. Um, yeah. We're not here to be taken too seriously. It's yeah. hopefully just enjoyable and just having a chat, lighthearted, having a chat. Um, actually, there was another question around that. So, yeah, what are your long term goals for the podcast? Is it just for fun, or um, is the goal something bigger? I think at the moment, I mean, look, in an ideal world, it would be amazing if it could sort of take off and fund a very bougie lifestyle for <laughs> us travel the world no we joke <laughs> yeah but I think at the moment really honestly it is just for fun it's like a, yeah like it? you said a creative outlet on exactly. the side I'm having so much fun with it yeah and even if it's just for us even if we get one lister that's awesome but you know yeah <laughs> exactly we're not trying to put too much pressure on it I think yeah we'll see where it goes but mm. yeah at the moment it, again it's it's really just a fun thing to do I think we'll hopefully get it to a point where you know, it doesn't take up a huge, huge amount of time. Um, and it's just a way that we can sort of, yeah, I guess, connect and chat and, and we learn, we are learning a lot. Like we had, we built a website the other day and we have yeah. figured out how, like we've got this roadcaster equipment and the mics and we did, had to do so much research into a lot of that, finding like a jingle, recording the, um, the intro and outro, all these things. And it's actually just been a fun um, learning process, a creative outlet, something we've just really enjoyed. Yeah. And then when we get to sit down and actually chat, like, like I said before, we get <laughs> a bit nervous still, but once we get into it, it's like, we're just having a conversation and there happen to be mics there. And it's just like what we would normally do when we're catching up. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And a we bit did, more kind of structure. Yeah, and we did a sort of a little bit of a photo shoot the other day. Rachel yes. has some very, very creative friends. Hey, Megan Rod, if you're listening. Thank you. Um, who are really, really talented and helped us do a bit mm. of a, a a photo shoot to sort of give us some content that we can use in our socials. That and was all like of those confronting, of out of our comfort zone, but so very, much fun. Yeah, yeah. And just, yeah, again, just like really super fun. And yeah, just a fun, uh, it's just a fun way to, to just... Yeah, I guess, yeah, just explore and be a little bit creative and do something that we don't get to do in our everyday jobs. And, yeah, we'll just see where it takes us. That's it. Um, we'll, we'll, I think, make it a year, see where we're at. And yeah. if we can, like, hold an amazing first birthday party with some, like, you know, fun cocktails and free stuff, amazing. Yeah. If not, if we get five listeners, we'll just keep doing it for fun because we like it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, we have another question. Uh, please share a recent ludicrous 30s story, something younger you would have never done. Got anything fun? <laughs> oh, nothing hugely fun. I'm just trying to think. Oh, knocking over a drink Sorry. bottle there. <laughs> um, oh, I know we've just been talking about it, but probably starting this podcast. <laughs> I honestly, well, if it was just me, I definitely would not have done it. I could never do this sort of thing on my own. I don't think I have the enough confidence to do that. But I think, yeah, even maybe five years ago, I probably mm. would have gone, oh, I don't know. How could I ever do that? I couldn't do that. That's something that other people do, not me. So I think maybe, I know it's not really ludicrous. Um, sorry <laughs> to the person bit, who like sent in this question. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was kind of, yeah, that would probably be be my thing. And I think actually this year, again, not really ludicrous, but just trying to say like yes to a few more things and I think just being a little bit, you know, just trying to, you know, enjoy enjoy life a little bit more and just do more things. Mm-hmm. I think even, yeah, like that photo shoot a little while ago, like I wouldn't have probably ever, you know, thought about doing that. I would have gone, oh, no, we'll just – we don't need to do that. It's, yeah. you know, all of this. So putting yourself yeah. out of your comfort zone. A yeah, bit I more. think so. Just trying to like push myself a little bit more. It's not right. really 
ludicrous though. No, I love it. It's great. Uh, for me, yeah, podcast, but also um, I've recently started studying uh, PT and nutrition and um, also started a little health and um, fitness Instagram on the side just for me to like post my stuff because I enjoy creating What's that content. Handle? Rachel T oh. Health. <laughs> Rachel T Health, I think, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, no plug, but um, just because I enjoy it. like, And also it's stuff that I would never have posted, like little studying, studying nutrition and PT was something I probably would never have done um, several years ago, even though I've been interested in it for a long time. Um, And posting kind of vulnerable, um, you know, I guess um, sharing experiences that and where I'm at with um, body image, with my exercise, with challenges and things like that, um, probably something I would never have felt comfortable doing. And I still don't. There's times that I'm like, oh, or I don't want to post that pic because like my belly's sticking out or all of that. But I'm trying to keep it really real and hold mm. myself accountable and I find sharing the stuff actually helps me then just work through it so that's something I've been doing it's just again a fun creative outlet like no expectations on it but um I probably yeah would not have done that a few years ago yeah super inspiring <laughs> on that bent though I think there was a question around how do you stay so motivated <laughs> <laughs> Rachel is just very diligent and you know always always like exercising always staying on top of it have a meal prep and just <laughs> Doing, I think you do a really good job though of like trying to build it, build a sustainable routine and sort of stick to it. It's a thank you. It's an ongoing challenge, and I think for me, is finding the balance. I'm a very all or nothing person, and in the past, I've taken that approach where I've done like a six week challenge and I'll cut out everything and exercise this much. And um, working with um, a coach, my amazing coach, um, Pagey K Fit on Insta, um, who's going to probably be joining us actually as a guest down the track, which is exciting. Uh, but yeah, working with a nutrition coach has been amazing, and I also have a coach for my exercise, so I think that accountability um, has a huge part in it. But also, it makes me feel good, and if I don't do it, I feel like crap, and so. It's just something that I've worked into my routine to be a non-negotiable, basically. I'm like, it's not, a, it's not a decision I make every day. It's something that is part of what I do. You know, mm-hmm. if you don't make it a choice, it's like, yeah, an appointment with yourself, I guess. Um, but also I enjoy it. I found exercise that I enjoy. I love my weights training. Mm-hmm. And um, if I was like doing spin every day, I wouldn't do it because I don't, don't I enjoy it. I don't enjoy it. So I, I think it's about finding something you love and, and sort of trying to stick with it. It's a bit of just, you know, making yourself do it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. What else have we got? What else do we have? Oh, um, someone asked about whether we're going to be covering families slash children on the podcast, which, yeah, we absolutely are because I think this is a really interesting one. We both sit on very different sides of the fence on this one. I really don't want kids, but Tegan, um, oh, yeah, I'll let you share about what you want. Yeah, well, we, <laughs> we, de- we definitely do um, when that happens is, you know, up for debate. But, um, yeah, it is something that we do. I think, yeah, we probably will delve into maybe some of the complexities that come mm. up around that. I reckon like an episode on having kids versus not having kids would be is, is on the cards because I think it's a really interesting one and to see yeah. how we both landed at those decisions, mm. um, whether that decision's changed through our lives. Um, for me, it certainly has. I know in high school I was just expected I'd have kids and then I've really come very strongly to the other side where I just have no interest in it. But, again, I don't rule it out because I'm like maybe sometime down the track – I'll change my mind, um, mm. but would have to be a complete 180 at this stage. Mm. Mm. I think this one we'll have to – we will record, but we'll just have to do a, like a little bit more research and put a bit of thought into <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I think so. As, but, yeah, definitely I think that sort of falls into sort of one of those broad sort of content pillars and I guess, yeah, there was a question as well around um, like just more broadly about what topics and sort of um, I guess the inspiration behind the podcast and sort of why we started it. And I guess, yeah, I suppose the – 
the title that we've given it being the brunch files and that sort of idea that it's kind of going to we're going to kind of going to be covering everything and anything Mm. that you would chat to your friends about over brunch and I guess um you know often that time can kind of be sometimes it can be really surface level stuff so we might have things that are a bit more fun and lighthearted. but other times you can have like full-on dnms mm-hmm. over some smashed avo and a, and a latte so um yeah i think we'll kind of be exploring a whole host of things but yeah and again, we want it to be sorry to interrupt it like no. a safe space where we can talk about that stuff and i guess build the community around the podcast mm-hmm. um we want to be really open and honest about our own experiences. Um, and so when we are delving into, you know, those topics, like we want that to be a, a safe and very open space, I guess, even though we're putting it out there online, which is a bit terrifying. Yeah. And yeah, the goal is as well as Rach mentioned earlier to not just be talking about, not just be us all the time yes. <laughs> have um, and have some guests on. So yeah, we're already having, have given that some thought, but you know, like Paige, both both um, Rachel and I have worked with Paige from a like health and nutrition um, perspective. But then you know we have friends that are small business owners. We have you know there's so many people that have um, experiences mm. and perspectives and things that would be great to share. So and also um, request if you've got you know something you'd like us to cover, someone you'd like us to try and get on, um, even if it's a friend of yours with an interesting story. You know mm. we're starting very small here, so it's whoever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, we would love your your thoughts and input. So if there is something you want us to chat about please send it through and we can um, add it to the list. That's it. I reckon we'll wrap up our questions there, but keep an eye out for the question box so that next time you can post your questions. Nothing's off limits. I mean, we don't, we won't necessarily answer it, but you may as well post the question. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you for listening today. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. And I guess um, just a, reminder so yeah if you want to be able to see the the question box next time you'll have to be following us on our socials so (laughs) we're just the brunchfiles.podcast on tiktok and instagram primarily on instagram (laughs) we're trying to lean in more to tiktok because it's so good for its um What's the your reach? Can you even post a question box on TikTok? Oh, I don't know. Else we I don't know. <laughs> Again, yeah, we're probably showing our millennial side here. Oh, no. um, <laughs> but um, yeah, please give us a follow if you could. It, it means a lot to us and it really helps us. Um, yeah, to have so many people supporting the podcast. But yeah, I think we'll leave it there for today, and um, we'll catch you in the next one. See you later. The Brunch Files would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the lands on which we live, meet, work and play, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging, and of course any First Nations peoples who may be listening today. This podcast is all about the adventures, stories and laughs of being a woman in her 30s. While we strive to entertain and share relatable experiences, please remember that our content is purely for fun and shouldn't be taken too seriously, and it's definitely not professional advice. Life is a wild ride and everyone's journey is unique. We believe that laughter is the best policy and we're just here to spread some joy. 